When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. Will silver be able to maintain a price above $14 an ounce? That's what I want to discuss in this video today. You know, as you can see in this five-day chart, last week we saw silver smash down considerably to just above $14 an ounce. In fact, if, if you had a one-minute interval on this line here, you'd see an almost perfect bounce off of $14 and back up again. However, we didn't see a ton of momentum on that bounce. You know, the most it was able to muster is around $14.30, and since then, it's been below that, okay? Uh, certainly, being at $14.10, not significant bounce off of $14, that does not inspire a ton of confidence in silver for me. However, you know, it's not as easy as saying just because it didn't bounce significantly or just because it did, silver will or won't drop below $14 an ounce. Um, my take on it is that there are some long-term factors still in play that are going to put a downward pressure on precious metals, namely dollar strength and the ongoing emerging market crisis. Okay. With that being said, there are some uh, shorter term things that could put an upward pressure on silver. The, the three that would come to mind would be the situation in the Middle East. If the U.S. and, and other allies move forward with a, a strike in Syria, that could provide a short-term boost for silver. Certainly, if it escalates further, then, then that could be big, especially for gold, maybe more so than silver. But silver could, could pop for that reason. Uh, the other thing that comes to mind is the upcoming Fed meeting. And, and I know the Fed is tightening their policy. They're, they're probably going to hike interest rates at their next meeting. With that being said, that doesn't mean that we're going to see dollar strength during that period of time. Right, it could be kind of a case of buy the rumor, sell the news. Right, we can see the dollar weaken some, and then precious metals rise. We've seen that plenty of times in the past, including uh, this year. Okay, so that's a possibility. And finally, uh, seasonality. It's it's that time of year. It's the end of summer, and we could see some upward pressure in the price of silver. Um, now, to answer the question, will silver drop below fourteen dollars? First of all, does it matter? I mean, technically speaking, like in terms of technicals, yeah, it matters. I, I care if it drops below $14, and certainly technicals care if it drops below $14. That could signif signify more weakness and, and a further drop beyond that. But in the whole scheme of things, I don't see it as super important to answer that question. I think a more important question to ask or to answer if, in any way we can is will silver see a significant amount of weakness going forward? I'm talking about not just below $14. I'm talking about um, a, a dollar below where it is right now, a full 50 cents below where it is right now. And and I think that over the next couple of weeks through the end of this month, um, I don't see think we're going to see that significant amount of weakness. Below $14 an ounce, sure, that's a possibility, right? I mean, look at it right now as I speak. It's it's under $14.10. It's not in a great position, and, and it's one um, a small amount of dollar strengthening uh, ahead or away from from dropping below fourteen dollars an ounce, 
However, again, those short-term things are in play that could provide a boost, and and I don't think we're going to see that huge weakness over the next week or two. And we could, but but I don't know if we do. I think it's going to be if you know if uh, the the I guess approach to the Fed is that while they are on this tightening path, and we're going to start taking them even more seriously than we have in the past. Um, U.S. We don't uh, launch an airstrike on Syria. Uh, things like that. Okay, and and that seasonality thing doesn't really come into play. Um, that's what I really see as as you know. If those things don't happen, then sure, the long term factors that I'll be talking about here: dollar strength, emerging market weakness. Those things are going to continue to put a downward pressure on silver. Okay, now when I'm talking about emerging market weakness, I'm talking about countries like Brazil. Turkey, Argentina, South Africa. I think we're going to see many, many other ones added to that list in a in a worse and worse position. Countries like Mexico, uh, Colombia, let's see here, Tunisia, uh, Pakistan's already kind of on that list, India, uh, Indonesia, you know, some other ones like that. If we continue to see weakness in those markets, and, and over the last week, we haven't seen a ton. They, they've strengthened slightly. And I've said this, that, that this is, very possible for this to happen. That over a week, sure, Turkish lira, the the Brazilian real, whatever, they can see some period of strengthening. But long term, there's still going to be a downward pressure on them because of what I see as as a as a um, very expensive dollar abroad. Not only in terms of of you know something like the DXY index, but also I see it as as a expensive to lend in these countries. And I don't think that's going to get any better until. The Fed reverses their monetary policy until they start quantitative easing again or stop quantitative tightening or at least slow it down until they lower interest rates again or at least say that they're going to stop raising them. Until that happens, I think we're going to continue long term on a month over month basis, see this weakness in emerging markets. Again, you're going to see days or weeks where they might strengthen, but over the long term, I think these same fundamentals are still in play. And that's going to put a downward pressure on silver for the foreseeable future. Okay. Really, if you want to see the, the, what I've said, uh, the, the next big catalyst for silver and gold, it's going to be the Fed loosening the, the financial conditions, loosening their monetary policy. And that's going to weaken the dollar and it's going to send silver and gold higher. In the meantime, we're going to continue to see it at these low prices, which for some of you guys, for me, I have no problem with this. I mean, these are these are low, low prices in my opinion. I have no problem uh, buying silver at this level. Make these decisions for yourself. I know some of you guys are, are waiting for $8, $10 silver. I'm, I'm kind of doubtful of that. I mean, reason being, I mean, if you look at the dollar index, I'll, I'll expand this here. I know some of you guys are going to say that, well, back in 2008, you know, back in 2008 during the, the whoops, during the financial crisis, the, the recession then, silver dropped a ton. But I think we're just in a different situation right now. You know, right here, when you saw silver very high and then drop, this is a dollar index, by the way, what we're looking at here. Well, you know, leading up to the financial crisis, you saw a lot of dollar weakness and silver strength. Right now, we're seeing the opposite. You're seeing a lot of dollar strength and silver weakness, okay? So I just don't see the same dynamics in play, you know, if we were to have a recession or a financial crisis or some sort of major event happen over the next couple months. The same things just aren't in play. Um, Sure, silver could see a drop and so the dollar could strengthen some, but I don't think it would do it as 
as drastically as it did back in 2008, the beginning of 2009. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, over the short term, there are some, I think, things that could lead to a recovery in the price of silver. Over the long term, that downward pressure remains in play. Now, the final thing I want to talk about here was the commitment of traders report. I talked about this last week. I actually published a video on Saturday, recorded on Friday, about this historic news out of the commitment of traders report that commercials are now net long. And, and they were net long the week before slightly, but now they're even uh, net long to, to a greater extent. And that, that managed money is very short silver. I think this is this is bullish for silver, but that doesn't mean that it's bullish immediately. It doesn't mean silver is going to rise immediately just because commercials are net long. I think commercials are, I don't know, I, I tend to think that they would make money off that net long position. But it might take a while. They might continue to add to this long position or at least uh, a race, you know, close out some short positions in uh, the, the coming weeks, add to their long position or at least, you know, a race short positions, move more to a net long position and then wait for the price to go up, right? And, and you know, we, we manage money. I mean, everybody's talking about how short managed money is. And, and I'm just talking about, hey, commercials are so long right now. I mean, this is a 25-year chart. Nowhere on this chart have commercials been net long silver. That's why I said it was historic, okay? So certainly something to keep an eye on. Um, it doesn't mean that silver is going to the to the moon. And, and when I say commercials, I'm talking about JP Morgan, okay? And, and banks like that. It doesn't mean silver is going to the moon, but it, it does mean that they're in a great position to to let silver rise quite a bit, okay? Because they're no longer net short and they have a lot of physical silver, or at least according to their, their COMEX, uh, how much the COMEX says they have. Um, and of course, some other people have said that they actually have a lot, lot more silver than what they say they have in the COMEX. But even the COMEX hoard, um, I think north of 140 million ounces is still a lot of silver. Now, just because they're net long doesn't mean they can't go net short again, okay? And if they do, then I think we can expect more of the same, perhaps some more downward pressure for silver. Not a ton. Their prices are very low. Again, not $10, not $8 silver. That's what I say, not a ton or even $12. I'd be surprised, very surprised by. Um, but uh, more of the same, more emerging market weakness, more Fed tightening. Um, the, you know, the, the, the trade will go on for a little bit longer in the U.S. markets. And, and we'll just wait another couple months for, for things to reverse. But, but you know, that's really what I'm watching right now for for the price of silver. Again, it, if it drops below $14, big deal, okay? What I'm looking at is short-term, are there going to be some things that could lead to some strength in the silver market? Long-term, are some of these long-term things going to change? Dollar strength, emerging market weakness, and the Fed tightening their monetary policy. So, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. Um, I continue to see silver is very low. And finally, you know, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. Not maybe super inspiring, but but I've been wrong in the past. A lot of YouTube channels, a lot of people out there, they won't admit it that they've ever been wrong, but I have been, okay? I have been wrong on silver in the past. Over the last couple months, I, I'm, I was surprised to see it drop this much. You know, I said, well, hey, I... I'd be surprised to see it drop below fifteen fifty or something like that, or below fifteen dollars, and then here we are, barely above fourteen dollars. With that being said, the whole way, whole time along the way, I tried to stay very measured on silver. And just because it dropped below fifteen, just because it's in the low fourteen dollars, doesn't mean that I see ten dollars silver on the horizon. So keep that in mind. I, I want to be straightforward with you guys. I've been wrong in the past. 
I think there's nothing wrong with admitting that, although a lot of people just don't want to. Um, and finally, uh, I, I, I don't think that that silver, I, I have kind of maintained a whole time along the way that that major, major weakness in the silver market, I'm still very doubtful of that. So, so I see these personally, I see these as, as very low prices. Sure, they could go lower, but I think this is, for me, a good time to dollar cost average, especially if you look at, I actually pulled up this chart as well, the, the, the gold to silver ratio, you know, in the 84 range, very high. So, but, but make those decisions for yourself. By no means take this as an investment advice. Um, and I also just want to be straightforward with you guys. I, I've been wrong in the past, but I hope this has been helpful for you guys, educational that, hey, Silver Fortune, he doesn't have a crystal ball. He can't see the future for the silver market, but here's A, B, C, D, and E uh, of the different reasons that, that why silver has experienced this weakness and, and what could influence this going forward. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. Certainly, certainly if you like my work, liking, commenting, subscribing, all those things help a ton. Uh, and finally, there is a, a link down below in the description to my Patreon page. You can support me on a monthly basis. I appreciate that a ton, and there's some cool perks for that as well. So check it out. By no means feel obligated to, to support me, but check it out. You know, it's as little as a dollar a month. But but as always, I'm just happy to have you guys here in the first place watching my videos. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.